<laughs> Gotta keep my levels up. <laughs> I'm Nancy. I have the sugars. I got the sugars. <laughs> my name is Jerrica Lala, and this is my beloved co-host, Captain Nancy. We are podcast sheroes, mixing all the colors of the spectrum into a nice, warm brown. Only a few others know this podcast. Donna, Kirsty, Brenda, Joanne, Debbie, Betty, River, Midge, and now you, dear listener. Together, we will join forces to spill tea and fight the patriarchy. Fabulous pop culture secrets were revealed to us the day we opened our mics and said, This time on the Popular Parallax. Happy New Year! you're hungover as hell and yes. loving the 2019 so far. So here we are. We're awake and it's New Year's Day. Oh, good morning. Yes, 2019. Oh, this is my year. I can feel it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Nine's yeah. a good number. Num- it's a yeah. nice, uneven, misshapen number. <laughs> Just like me. Hey, I really feel it. I feel seen. Yeah. 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 29 going into 2019. Yes. 2018 didn't work out as I was hoping. No, it was a... I'm really looking forward to 2019. Dumb Dumpster fire. <laughs> I feel like that every year. I'm like, this is it. This is gonna be like my year. This is the one. And uh, and then I get to December, and you're like, I'm just glad I didn't end it all. Yeah, you finish the season, and you're like, what was the reason for the season? Someone says Jesus. And you're like that didn't make me feel better it's I not relatable it. i don't know it's if not, it's good enough it's not reli- relatable relatable <laughs> uh, how was um okay new so years. new years new you new us new me do you feel that you're a new you this new year um <laughs> yeah i feel a, a slight stirring Sure. Of growth. That's good. Uh, I'm probably going to have to go to the hospital. Oh, but yeah, that kind of growth. No, <laughs> no, I, uh, no I, I feel hopeful. I feel energized. Yeah. I'm going to get some stuff going this year. Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like uh. I made a commitment in 2018 to set most creative endeavors aside and mm-hmm. make a lot of money. And so I'm just going to fucking burn through my savings this year and All right. just focus on creative <laughs> endeavors after I quit this job that is slowly killing me. It's, it is sucking the life. You can see it, eh? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. it's... <laughs> Don't sugarcoat it. It reminds me that. of a movie I saw today. <laughs> oh. You're wearing a delightful Popular Parallax t-shirt. Oh, I can't pump like these enough because it looks so good. It's the comfiest shirt I own. It yeah, is now you got so the nice. baseball, the baseball, the baseball shirt, tea. and I have one, but I have the 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 regular P logo, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you have the US logo, which is like pure delight. It, it makes me really, really happy. A lovely design. Who is it? Can we give a shout out to? Yeah, it was Bunny. Bunny. Bunny our Sunnydale. designer. Yeah. And if you She got so our fun, good side. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't when really we look flew like me, through an anime. <laughs> when we did ayahuasca, which we'll talk about later as well. Yeah. And if you are so inclined, you can check out what it looks like on Instagram. And if you head to popularparallax.wordpress.com, you can get one of these motherfuckers yourself and feel so comfy, cozy, and look super cute. They're really, really quite exceptional for a garbage can podcast like this. They're way better than they they should be or could be. They're great. Yeah. So I recommend that. So you mentioned you had a a favorite New Year's 
anecdote. Yeah. I'm yeah. just holding myself in preparation for <laughs> what this is going to be. Lines. Here <laughs> yeah. we go. Yeah. In traditional uh, Nancy fashion, we're getting dark real quick. So this kind of jumps really nicely off of the story I told in our December episode, which if you haven't listened, go check it out, with me coming out after going to see Chad the Medium. So that <laughs> New Year's, I was like, I'm freshly out of the closet. I want a really great New Year. Because so it's I the same of, year in same time. Year. Okay. A week later, I find myself in New York with my best friend and we're like, okay, you know, I, I was subscribing to that idea. Like the way you ring in the New Year is the way the year is going to go. So I want to ring it. I want to be, I want to just be epic. I want to go wild and just have a really great new year so we're gonna go down to Times square and watch the ball drop i was gonna blow anderson cooper it was gonna be so much fun okay but then my friend who lives in new york said well you have to get there at like noon you have to just get a decent stand spot. there you can't leave and if you leave to go to the bathroom you don't get your spot back not worth it so we decided to stay in astoria and like have a really good time we started the night with cake vodka have you ever tasted cake vodka do you know what it tastes like i have not it tastes like cake wow which alcohol should not take taste like and we no. kind of forgot yeah, if After it just like tastes like shot, candy. We were like, this is amazing. So I was like, good. okay, Alexander, slow down. Let's <laughs> let's get some tequila in here. You know, let's even things out a little bit. <laughs> One member of our party didn't even make it to the bar. The, I just thought you were going to say the door. The door. We <laughs> threw a Gatorade at her and said, Happy New Year, and we left her there. Here's a recurring pattern. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving Abandoning people behind. drunk friends. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God, you're right. <laughs> Yeah, there's like, another New Year's story about that, but that was in the for 2020. I was like, hi-ho. I sense a, a recurring theme in this movie. That's called a pattern. Um, <laughs> and so we go to this dive bar. This is where my memory turns from like a beautiful tapestry into cheesecloth. Cheese uh, recall oh, everything. my God. What I do remember is making out furiously with this middle-aged Russian woman, because Old habits die hard, Class. I guess. <laughs> and I was promising her, I was like, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to bring you back to Canada. <laughs> we're going to have babies and like we're going to have an amazing life together, which her boyfriend was not thrilled with. Can we even use this? <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> so my friend said, okay, you know, we need to like uh, get out of here. You're going to get your ass handed to you. Yeah. Uh, so we leave the bar. I meet another woman who I start making out with on the hood of a taxi. And then I'm not let back into the bar. That's weird. Which is so crazy. <laughs> which is frustrating because I was at the end of the line. So my friends went back in and then I didn't get let back in. And I didn't have my phone or my coat or my wallet. So I just had to kind of wander the streets of New York like a hobo for two hours. Just like passing by like the bar. Like a hobo. Breathe <laughs> like 20 minutes <laughs> hoping my friends would just be outside knowing where what if your friends are like you oh they, they they've did, left you for dead it was a couple hours <laughs> anyone noticed why okay no i'm not even gonna get into this no let's show. let's unpack this no i was just gonna say like i've never understood the mentality of becoming separated from your wallet and your phone i've well, never yeah. been drunk enough Oh. I don't think to actually think like I'm gonna put my wallet down, but I also think right. it's a male female thing. A lot of poor choices were made. Yeah, then. and then the year pretty much followed. <laughs> so you were right about it was that. A bad year. <laughs> okay. What about you? Um. <laughs> Why do I go first? Why? <laughs> Why? I can't match that with anything. Our theme this episode is transformations by Transformations. Body transformations, mental transformations, emotional, physical, things that you go through. Things that happen to white men when they decide to play God. (laughs) 
<laughs> Which when they'll pay, you know, it's, right? It's, it's and then their wives and girlfriends are like, "Oh my god, don't do it! I'm concerned about you." And they're like, "Do it, yeah, exactly." <laughs> Movie theme. I am superior to you in every way. Yes. Now I'm gonna fuck with it because I don't know how good I have it, and I'm sulky. Right. Yeah. That things are not. Though I'm not God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. I can't wait. Something went wrong, Seth. When you went through, something went wrong. You are about to go beyond that limit. Those weird hairs that were growing out of your back, I I had them analyzed. But they were definitely not human. If you saw how scared and angry and desperate he is... I'm sure Typhoid Mary was a very nice person, too, when you saw her socially. No. You're afraid to be destroyed and recreated, aren't you? You're changing, Seth. Everything about you is changing. Oh, no. What's happening to me? Am I dying? I want to know what's going on. What does the disease want? It wants to turn me into something else. Oh, no. A fly got into the transmitter pod with me that first time when I was alone. Don't go back to it. I'm afraid. Don't be afraid. No. Be afraid. Be very afraid. The Fly, 1986, by David Cronenberg, a remake of the 1956 Vincent Price film, starring... Goldblum, Jeffrey, Davis, Gina, <laughs> and uh, John Getz, the most thankless role whole of your whole life. Shit. But he's there, god yeah. damn it. He, he, and really, yeah. there's no other people. There's like the hooker, who's really minor, yeah. and then the couple of guys in the bar, and that's it. There's yeah. literally like five people in the show. Yeah, um, it's a really, which is really kind of interesting. It's sort of Cronenbergish, though. He's just that's like, true. I'm going to focus down. Just a couple best people. put seatbelts on your eyes because I am going to take them for the ride of their lives. You can't unsee this goddamn nope. shit. Holy hell! And it is sort of gag-inducing. Sort of. Oh, quite. <laughs> yeah, it's still. It sort of has that. It's not. Not Rick Baker, but it sort of screams that like Rick Baker effects. Like it's very practical. Oh yeah. So some of it's starting to look a little crusty, but it's still disgusting. It's, That's the yeah. thing. The yeah. makeup and prosthetics are are, are real good. Goldblum is playing an eccentric, awkward scientist. What? And it is a reach. <laughs> I had to put myself back in time to where that was like surprising and charming because <laughs> it yeah. really wore off real quick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> At the time, it was this, who's this fresh character? Yeah, <laughs> where'd he come from? Yeah. He's not going to be part of the like zeitgeist in a huge way oh my God. in 30 years. <laughs> so he's playing Jeff Goldblum is Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gina Davis it's being a, a goddess as yeah. usual. She is so damn good. Yeah. She Why were they so married? Right. Why I didn't know that. were they married? Yeah. Like Gina. Gina. You're thinking Gina. it in the movie and then you're like Gina in real life as well. Like, what are you doing <laughs> with what, what, Swarthy what, what, McSwartherson what, 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 over here? <laughs> I mean, he is very charming off the beginning, but there's something kind of filthy about him. And then with the bug thing, it just, you're like, whoa, oh, 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 oh. oh. Yeah. It's so unclean yeah i think that's the biggest gross out factor of it it's really really just slimy and you just think of greasy you think yeah. you can almost smell it off of the screen yeah. like yeah. you're just like yeah. she says you don't smell so good like even at the beginning when it's happening yeah they meet he tells her i'm working on something that's going to change the world and she's like all right chill yeah. out yeah well like, and he's not that smooth about it he's no. like i i just want i i'm gold blooming she's like Cool, great talk. Bye. Let's never do this yeah. again. And then she's like, no, 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 you gotta see it. Takes it back. It's this 
And she goes with Jeff Goldblum to an abandoned warehouse, as you do. Yeah, as you do. He's a, he's a good guy. As you're wanting to do guy. when you he's meet someone for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> he's working on these telepods, where you can, at this point, he can teleport inanimate objects between these two telepods. These two, they sort of look like honeycombs. Yes. Like metal, person-sized honeycombs. She calls them, like, designer phone booths. But he can't teleport living things. Yeah. And when he tries, it's one of the most horrifying images in the movie it's really it's really upsetting yeah. things get turned inside out inside out and you see it suffering and dying it's pretty great it's, it's a it's a baboon right? yeah, it's yeah. Horrible. It's horrible. and there's a deleted scene where he tries to merge a baboon and a cat okay you need to watch this no is, i don't oh oh and then <laughs> he don't. beats it to death the lead pipe it's 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 a lot and then he, yeah yeah is this it's when he was this cut scene from when he's starting to get kind of crazy or is no, it, no no he's like brundle it's fly before, he's like oh okay he's so that's like why he's beating it. it to death and um, stuff yeah i think yeah. I, it doesn't make sense i mean I, I i'm glad they cut it it doesn't really make sense in no the it's probably the it's for gross out factor yeah, it's just for gross out. it's definitely it turns into like it's funny because you don't really see it becoming a horror movie as fast as it does but once he goes over that ledge it's like all the way off full-fledged just disgusting limbs getting cut off like the whole thing yeah there's sort of a common thing with both movies here there's a the spot right before it goes too far is the most interesting spot in the movie and then i always i feel like it goes over the cliff a little bit tell me about it well, I thought, like, when he, like, Goldblum is such a goof, mm-hmm. right? He's like, oh, I'm just Goldblum. And, he, and they do make him a very sweet, gentle person mm-hmm. before, which is why it is the only time he was scary or impressed me with any kind of acting was when he was first turning. Mm-hmm. And he's not a fly, but he's, like, sort of getting really sallow and, like, he's swinging around on the bars and stuff, but he's also turning into kind of a scary asshole. Yeah, it's like he grows. Like, he, yeah. he, he seems physically bigger. Well, they don't show you that he's muscular no, until after he changes, right? Until he takes this and, But he off, turns honey. into kind of a mean, weird guy, and that's the only time I was like, this is intriguing and mm-hmm. kind of scary. Yeah. But it's not gone totally off the cliff where it's like, like where it goes unrealistic completely. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's bad that it does that. That's the movie. But that's the point where I found it the most intriguing. And I found him the most intriguing. Yes, I agree. Because I think it's the part we had to try to show that he's fighting between himself and then this new organism that is in there. That he hasn't quite identified. He makes it work. He teleports a baboon. It's all great. Because or the woman made him do it. Because he was upset. Uh, he was jealous that the other guy who was not Jeff Goldblum and not hot at all, and she might be sleeping with. stalking creep. So he decides to. Put himself it. through. They always try to do it when they're alone, too. Oh, always a great idea. Yeah. Except for the baboon. The baboon is witness. But a fly gets in the telepod with him. And yeah. he does not notice because yeah. he's drunk on that Hennessy Henny. In the original... When the, you don't, you don't see it happen. It's an automatic physical transformation. He comes out and he's got the head of a fly and one of his arms is a fly leg. It's that fucking, looks like a lobster Fucking crab, awesome. Painted black. It's <laughs> yeah, so good. It's insane. But in this one, he comes out and I was like, oh, okay, here we go. It's going to be like, he's going to look fucking weird. And he looks normal. No, he looks, he looks totally like fine. a naked model from he Tron looks, coming out of the smoke. He looks great. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. get it, girl. Yeah. And then it's a very slow 
transformation that starts. Tiny little hair is growing out of his back, yeah. and then he gets this weird his, rash But he gets on his very, face. like, he's he's changed. Yeah, like he gets, like, hyper-focused, and then you just start... Eating like, tons of sugar. Tons of sugar. Swinging all over the apartment. Where did they find a stunt guy tall enough to make that look like it was him? That's what I want to know. I wonder if it was It's him. not. Because they he, don't see... His, I mean, I think some of the shots yeah. might be him where he's, like, pulling himself up and going back, but the flipping and shit... There's no way because they don't show like, his face the whole time. That's true. Yeah, when he was like holding himself upside down and doing like upside down pull-ups. Yeah, I was like, fuck. No, some of that shit, and I think the shit on the chair was him too. Like he yeah. was super strong, but some of that stuff's too dangerous to let him. do. It was like yeah. gymnastic pole flipping and like running on the ceiling and shit. Yeah, yeah. But I just, I was just like, where did they find a gymnast? When he came down and landed, and then it was Jeff Goldblum, I could tell the guy wasn't quite as tall as him, but he was very tall for a gymnast. Sure. Pretty cool. So he's swinging all over the place. And has, like, this libido that is, like, insatiable. Like, he can't have enough sex. And Gina Davis is like, let's chill out. And he gives her this ultimatum of, like, well, if you can... And he's like, you go through. You want to go through. Because he he knows he's been changed somehow, and he He thinks he's been purified. Yeah, he thinks it's good at first. Yeah, he's like, I put myself through, and it's, it's like, in my, in my recomposition, I've, I've just become new and pure, and, and I have all this energy, and you should do it too, so that we can keep up with each other, and we'll be, like, this superpower couple. And she's like, "Mm, yeah, I think I'm, like, good. Like, It's cool. And he says, well, fine. If you can't keep up with me, I'm going to find someone who can. And then goes on this bender where he, like, arm wrestles this guy and, like, fully just snaps his arm, which is Disgusting as well. And And then just takes the hooker lady and is like, she's fine now. Yeah. yeah, Oh, yeah. 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 She's an object. I mean, she, the only way that it's not too disturbing is that she's consensual to it. She's like, whatever. That's fine. I actually liked her. She was great. Yeah. 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 Like, she's, she's a good actor. Then we start moving into the real transformation. Yeah. The, the more physical transformation. Well, and Gina keeps saying, you're sick, you have to, and he's like, you're jealous of me. And you're like, oh yeah, you're fine, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, she's it's... lucky she didn't get murdered right there. That's what I kept thinking yeah. too. And Her get... and the hooker oh, got yeah. away with their lives. Yeah, good yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. That could have taken a real dark turn. And then we get the great, be afraid, be very afraid. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because he's trying to throw the hooker into the machine, and she's like, I don't want to do that. And she's like, I'm scared. And Gina just shows up, and she says, you should be. Be afraid. (laughs) Be very afraid. (laughs) Oh, she's so good. Their B. Arthur jackets coming in. Loving it. Loving the fashion. Oh, so good. So, yeah, and then we really see hair start growing out of his face. And then it's like full a big switch where well, she's away from him for like a week and then yeah. he calls and he's like i'm very help. sick there's each time there's sort of space between each visit and each time it's like more horrendous than the last time yeah even though the ear falling off like as soon as when body parts start falling off i'm just like are you fucking joking cronenberg stop and then he vomits on it nails out and oh shit. that like, was really good. and then pus just like oozes uh, out of his fingers it was so that whole it got really gross it gets really like disgusting. so gross he starts looking like early transformation golem like his hair gets really stringy yeah. and yeah. his face gets all purple and well at first it's sort of like cancer and then he sort of snaps yeah. out of that but then she goes and he's crawling on the ceiling yeah and it's, it's and that see that to me like once he's crawling on the ceiling he came down and he makes her tape him. He turned back into Jeff Goldblum. He's like, oh, I'm out in the frame. Blah. And I was just like, no. It, like the that, consistency is, yeah. yeah. Like I could see maybe Cronenberg was like, we need to lighten the mood a little 
little bit, so he's feeling a bit better right now, even though it's horrible. But yeah. I was just like, this is some weird stuff we're getting into, because now he's, like, kind of acting Goldblumy again. Yeah. And it's like, now you're not afraid he's going to kill her, even though he's more like a bug than ever. You'd think that w- that would follow, that he would just become more uh, in tune with his animalistic, in- insexual... Yeah, well, insexual... That's not even like being an animal. He's yeah. a fucking... Like, he has no brain. Yeah. Yeah, it's right? all just basic instincts. Yeah. So to come back from that, like, you can see weird. him fighting that, but then yeah. it's just a bit too... Yeah. The, like, the, the way he was still working on the computer when his fingers had turned into, like, two things. But I was... Well, they... If they, Brundle is this, They merged like this, this. And yeah. I was just like, I don't think he could still... I don't know. Like, it, see, it was, seemed weird for how fast they were going at first to how he was disintegrating. And I'm like, he wouldn't have this brain power left. He'd just yeah. be, like, grunting by yeah. now. Yeah. Where he he stays talking fully sentient up until the last... Like, almost the very end. So he had a yeah. really bad problem near the end, and that is that Gina's pregnant. And then that she has, like, the greatest nightmare sequence of all that time. Where she, like, burns a larva. That's uh, one of my favorite... Giant... Favorite oh. fake out dream sequences ever because it's completely believable. You're yeah. like, what is happening? Even her douchey old boyfriend helping her. I believe that. I yeah. bought the whole thing. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, when this <laughs> moving larvae gets pulled out of her. And then she wakes up and you're like, that is oh, going to happen. It's horrifying. What? It's really good. And then uh, and, and she just, when she's just saying, I want it out of me, I want it out of yeah. me. Like, oh, oh, God. Yeah. Just. And then she goes to the abortion clinic in the middle of the night. And who should jump through the window? This uh, Jeff Goldblum. And he plays the doctor, <laughs> David Cronenberg. That's right. Yeah, nice little fun cameo there. And he's pretty terrible. But hey, you, hey, you gotta, gotta, gotta do it. You gotta do it. Gotta do it. He's no David Lynch, you know what I mean? We, uh, yeah. yeah. Or Vincent Price, who, do, who plays one of the leads in the original Yes. Fly. There's something farcical almost about Jeff in this role and I don't know if it's intentional or not like when he vomits and he's like that's disgusting that scene I mean I felt a little sorry for him because I felt like he was just he's thinking that's regular behavior Mm. and then when she's there he's like oh oh this is that's not normal I think that's what it's supposed to be because it's it's fucking Goldblum he has one note sorry Jeff I mean I I like him yeah yeah but He's always Jeff Goldblum. It's a Jeff Goldblum. And yeah. I think we have to try to, like, I'm trying to remind myself to the time where you were like, oh, yeah. this is quirky and fun. Right. Not like this is going to happen every fucking time you're in a movie, no right. matter whether you're playing a good guy, bad guy, whatever. It's going to be it's this. It's going to be this. Yeah. It always is. Yeah. I do think it was an interesting choice. It, it's something yeah. I probably wouldn't have thought of. And he obviously, I think they were going for a comedic edge to the guy. I think that, because that makes sense. Because it's the only way and the audience it, gets through it. That they like him, that yeah, they're invested in him. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, they're not just going to hate him because he's some smarmy scientist. Well, how can you? I mean, I just think it's a little much too at the end where he fully like crawls out of his own skin and he's a giant insect, and then she, he tries like, rips to murder. Oh, then... yeah, I love the jaw coming. Like his fucking jaw comes off. But then he tries to his merge thing with her. He wants to merge her, him, and the baby yeah. together, and yeah. she it's like awful. And then he gets stopped by that crazy boyfriend with no arms anymore. Yeah. Shoots the machine and blows it up. But then he merges with the machine and he comes out as this twisted creature created by Satan. That's got and like And Gina goes to pick up the gun and she's like, I can't. And I'm like, no, you, no, you can. can. Like, you're doing him a goddamn favor by shooting him. And I mean, making the fly put the gun to its own head. I'm like... 
Come on. Like, they had to know that was smarmy. Yeah. I, that well, is smarmy. And I, that's why that is this, there's a bit of like this ironic humor to it yeah. that I can't help but feel is on purpose. I, yeah. I wonder, like, you wonder, because sometimes creators can get so far up their own ass. Yeah. That, like, oh, this is going to hit him real hard. Then he's going to put the gun to his But the violin music while the fly, like, picking up the thing. Because it's not Jeff Goldblum anymore. It's just a puppet. Yeah. It's just yeah. a slimy, gross puppet, yeah. right? And it's like, uh, and you're like, oh, my God. Claw. Like, it's kind of funny to me, a she, little tiny bit. It, yeah. It, but the, she kind of sells it. That's And thing, I think part like, of it is that's why you have to make the character likable. Because otherwise you'd be like, Good, kill him, fucking kill yeah. him. Yeah, but she she does sell it. And the first yeah, time around does. was like kill him already. The yeah. second time I watched it because I watched it twice, and I was like, no, I feel for her a bit more and feel for her plight. Um, yeah, but it's still, it's just. I just feel like you would kill it out of love. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like I can't do it. It's like what you want him to live this way. There's no fixing this. No, he's a pile of flesh mixed with, with a metal. Machine. And like, like it's absolutely. It's literally like this is the devil's work. Like, yeah. it's awful. Yeah. You would shoot it. You just put it out of its fucking Je- misery. For everyone's Sorry, sake. Jeff. Yeah. Like, there's no coming back from yeah. that. Are you going to keep it in your basement, feed it three <laughs> times a day, take everyone a walk? Like, we <laughs> can just leash it. I don't know why. Like, I've seen, like, a lot of horror movies, and this one still gets to me a little. Like, I'm just like, it's absolutely sickening it's i think it's the insect thing because people hate insects yeah yeah and just the thought of it makes your stomach turn question for you him and the fly went through in the same pod but when he's trying to fuse him and gina davis they're in different pods what happened to the fly because well, in the original the fly, the fly... In the first one no no both because it, it... In, the, in the original like the fly gets Okay, just watch the last scene if you haven't seen yeah. the original fly. It's I saw it years ago. Help me! <laughs> oh my <laughs> yes, god. I... <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's stupid yes. as hell. Yeah. So this one had to be a little stupid. A little stupid. But yeah. so he gets the... Like, does do him and the fly fuse in that telepod? Or do you think that there's some fly out there with a little bit of Jeff Goldblum? No, no. Around? I think it's... Because li- he said I accidentally made a gene splicer. Like, they're spliced. That's what it meant. And I yeah. think what... What my brain wants to think is that the fly genetics are actually the more dominant and they they erase. Once they get in there, like a cancer. Yeah. yeah. They just go by human genome. Yeah. Like, but it is a, it's a fuse. And I think he wants to take, she wants to merge her and the baby and then all of them into this other pod. Yeah. Because it's what he's been working on. Oh, I, I see, I see. Because yeah. now there's this third the pod. Third pod. I don't think it stands up to a real close scientific inspection. I think there's a couple of holes there, but I think that's the that's what he wants. Right, that's what they're going for. Which yeah. shows that he's, you know, completely insane. Yeah. They film like four different endings apparently too, with oh, like her really? and Stathis in bed, so they get back together. Yeah. And then she has a dream where it's this creepy fly baby, and then she wakes up. And then in like there's a version where He's there, and he's like, it's okay, it's fine. And then she goes back to sleep and has a dream where she has a real baby, but it's got, like, butterfly wings. That sounds a little stupid. Yeah, I'm glad that's Because why that would it be cut. a butterfly? Yeah. So if you could splice yourself with any animal, which one would it be? <laughs> a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Uh, something with wings. But then, see, he yeah. didn't get to fly, so maybe, you know, I guess you probably no can't. Shit. You can't, like, pick and choose. But yeah. I want the fly, I want, like, the hooves and I the just, it just so puts me off any kind of genetic <laughs> experimentation <laughs> of yeah. any kind. I think yeah. that's the point. Yeah. 
they, but, uh, Cronenberg said it's um, an allegory for sickness in general and aging. A lot of people, because it came out in 86, drew parallels to AIDS. AIDS. It makes a ton of sense. Yeah. He said, no, but it's like, that makes sense that people yeah, are drawing sure. that connection. For sure. And he didn't say, uh, no, that's not at all. He's like, yeah, it's it's what you want it yeah, to be. Yeah, exactly. It's what you get out yeah. of it. As a creator, like, that's a great standpoint. So to what take. do you think? Like, what do you think of it? This, see, this, uh, the first time, I really didn't like it. I, yeah, I was mad. I was mad that Gina Davis didn't have... She wasn't given a ton of right. agency. The second time around, um, I appreciated her performance. His more than I did the first yeah. time. I think there's there's a lot of charm that he imbues that does make you care about him. The It's just too gross. Right. It's just too gross. It's a lot. It, it gets to a point where it's like... I, why are you? What, do you what hate your audience, yeah, David? What are we doing like, here? <laughs> what are you doing to us? Well, it's it's it gets repetitive as the part. Like yeah. once you see something fall off, but then it happens four more times, yeah. which is equally gross. But we we did see that, you so we yeah. know it's coming. So it's not as surprising the next time. It's just off putting. That I think is the problem. I think it could be like five to ten minutes shorter. But I always say that about everything. Mm-hmm. But I, I do because of little things like that. Or find some other thing to put in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I do think there are missed opportunities in there too. I don't, I'm i no, not sure what exactly. No, I think you're right. I think the... I don't know if it's the performance or the direction. I think Jeff's transformation could have been a bit more... There, there could have been better continuity. And I think it could have been measured in a better way it right. kind of jumped around which I think, it's not going to be you know an equal like descent into flydom or whatever it just didn't track as well as maybe it could have i wish he'd had more opportunity to show that jeff goldblum before you realized what was happening to him when he was just turning into kind of a bad guy because mm-hmm. that honestly was the most interesting work he does mm-hmm. to me in this film mm-hmm was when you're like, what the hell is wrong? Like, I mean, you sort of, you know what's wrong, but from her point of view, exactly trying to yeah. figure out why he's has this edge. This shift. That means the movie gets tense the longer she stays around him, and you're like, watch out. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes a movie like that. You don't know what he's going to do. Yes. And then after a while, like, it, it, we got out of that too fast almost. Because as soon as he calls her and goes, oh, you were so right. He almost goes back to his other, per- like, his original personality. Only yeah. he's grosser and he's a fly. But he's not threatening anymore, weirdly. Yeah, he's lost Yeah, like, he's monstrous, but yeah. he's not threatening. I don't know. What would you, what's the rating? How I many flies out of five? Yeah, how many, <laughs> I would probably say somewhere between 2.53. Yeah. Out of five. I'll give it a three. Yeah. Give it a three for that all that bod. All, oh God. all that bod. Hello. Yeah. Didn't know you were hiding that under there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we truly both movies we watched like two attractive men in a lot of nakedness. Are you dying to know what our next film is? Well, you can find out right after this. We'll be right back. Ever look in the mirror and don't like what you see? Fine lines, hair loss, and honey, those teeth are jacked all the way up. You've tried every serum and cream on the market, but they just don't work. Now, a solution. Face Off. A pill that transforms your face into either Nick Cage or John Travolta for 48 excruciating hours. Once the pill wears off, your attitude will have changed and you'll be just fine with where you are in life, Brenda. I tried everything on the market, but nothing explains the relative comfort of my own face after Face Off. It's a miracle! I didn't think I could hate myself more, but Face Off showed me that rock bottom is a state of mind. John, woo! I feel amazing! 
Try Face Off today. Side effects may include weight fluctuation, joining a cult, unpredictable performances, Oscar nominations, multiple lawsuits, leather jackets. So our second movie, which I was very, very excited about. <laughs> I had never heard of this. 1980. William Hurt. Altered States. Ask him what kind of an experience I can expect. It's blacked out. What happens during these blackout periods is you get the feeling of phenomenal acceleration, like you're being shot out over millions, billions of years. Time simply obliterates. You guys are shooting up with an untested drug that stacks up in the brain and works in the nucleus of the cell, and you don't call that dangerous. Now, I'm asking you to put the experiment off until we understand a little more in order to minimize the risk. No way. We could be screwing around with this whole genetic structure. Now, how do we stop this? We've got millions of years stored away in that computer bank we call our minds. We have got trillions of dormant genes in us, our whole evolutionary past. Perhaps I've tapped into that. He may be on to something that is beyond our own comprehension. Now, because I believe him, I want this thing stopped. The hell was that? Watching them both together, a lot of similarities. Oh, huge <laughs> comparisons to be drawn. The two actors are like night and day in their ability. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> William yeah. Hurt's like the guy you see at like uh, Shakespeare in the Park in New York and mm-hmm. he's Oberon and you're like, my God. And yeah. Jeff Goldblum's the most annoying kid in your high school drama class that Doing happened to get into a show. movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're like, oh, this fucking guy. And he's oh, like, hey, no. I'm fascinating. And you're yeah. like, ah. Mm. So, you'd never heard of Altered States? No, not before. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. you. Everybody, you should watch this. It's because it is just a mind fucker. Yeah. I was just holding my dog by the end of it. Being like, what <laughs> happened to me? <laughs> what, did I, what did I just see? You saw William Hurt contractually obligated to be nude for 60 to 70% of a film. And, and he was like, where do I sign? Great. Love yeah. it. But we're so used to seeing nude ladies that I think that's why he caught he really attention. Steals the show. Because you're like, it happens a lot. It does. It, it's it, like he's the whole naked. fucking time. The first shot, naked. <laughs> naked yeah. I can get into this. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. It's fine. But besides that genius... Yes. Why don't you um, break it down? Why don't you give us a little... Okay, so we got directed by Ken Russell. Who gave us such hits as The Who's Tommy, um, Uh, Alice in Russia Land, (laughs) and a movie just called Whore. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, also Network, which he won. Oh, no, that was the the writer. Sorry. Yeah, the writer. And there was a lot of contention over the writing, apparently, in this, too. Like, the author... Hated it. Hated it. But then the director said, look, I just did what you wrote, so who, I'm not sure, and I haven't read. I read a bit of the original. Different back and forth. Yeah, the yeah. original story, or was yeah. it a novel or a short story? Um, I think it's a novel. I think it's a novel, yeah. And then it got, it got adapted to a screenplay for this. Yeah. So apparently all the dialogue comes directly from the novel. The director was unhappy with how sort of maybe over intellectual some of the dialogue was maybe it wasn't and 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 fair that doesn't always translate very yeah. well to film so he kind of directed them sometimes to just like mumble through their lines yeah, or just get through it eat while they were talking yeah. or just shout on top of each other just to get get through it 
And yeah. the writer took a lot of um, offense. offense to that, to the point where he was eventually banned from set. He then tried to get Ken Russell <laughs> fired, <laughs> which was a no-go. Yeah. So then he said, fine, you're taking my name out of the credits, and I am not being associated with this movie. So they gave him a pen name. It sounds like a really horrible time for both of them. Kind Apparently, of, Ken yeah. Was drunk. Especially since, I mean, I didn't think the dialogue was... Like, no, it's no. fine. It's yeah. fine. And I like how they eat and yell at each other through because that's what really smart people would do. Exactly. That's what you, happens when you Smart are... people don't have to explain what they're talking about to each other when you've got two, like, doctors or scientists that are arguing about something. You don't need that exposition that is so heavy-handed. You can no. just... You, you throw ideas at each other at this dinner party. And there's a great scene where, yeah... It's like Bob Balaban. Yeah, they're and all Bernhardt, going. And they're just going back and forth. Yeah. There's a pregnant lady drinking in the corner. The it's wives great. are going. And I mean, because the wife is also like it's biologist st- of mm-hmm. some kind. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I bought the white 80s yuppie thing to the fully, max. Fully. Harvard professors. Yeah. 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 Harvard professors, but they're going to stick it to the man. Mm-hmm. Like that's the, that's the, and it's perfect. It's perfect for the time period. Yeah. Like this is some 30 something bullshit. You yeah. know what I mean? Totally. Like for the 80s. Uh huh. So they're sort of like older flower children, and now they're like, fuck you, the man. We had drugs. We're going to experiment. Yeah. And even in that, they're like, do people still do that? Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. They're yeah. kind of like, are you old hippies? Like, yeah. you're still smoking pot and doing mushrooms? Yeah. Like, this is the 80s. We've moved on to blow. Exactly. Yeah. They're experimenting with isolation tank yeah. and seeing what that does well, to the Well, he's psyche. experimenting. Him and Bob Balaban yeah. are yeah. experimenting. This is in San Francisco, and then they moved to Harvard? Right. So in San Francisco, they're doing this. And it's, yeah, seeing what, you know, if they hallucinate, what happens when they use sensory deprivation, all that stuff. So we've got William Hurt and Bob Balaban. They are scientists. They're uh, psychopathologists, I think is the t- Yes, and title. they were studying, they're trying to study schizophrenia. Yes, yes, yes. And they are trying to, um, they're doing experiments with uh, sensory deprivation and isolation tanks. And they're trying to s- induce hallucinations with depriving any senses and, and isolation. So then he meets this woman. They are, they're kind of, uh, he's he's introverted. He's a bit odd. He's kind of an ass. Kind of an ass. Yeah. Well, she goes up to him tries to be like, I hear you're shy. And he was like, he said that. She said, actually, he said you were a huge prick. Yeah. yeah. And I should ask Real you Real talk. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we know, I mean, I think they know they're putting out there he's kind of an arrogant yes, dick. Yes, yes, yes. And you see it. And William Hart yeah. does a nice job of not being yeah. like a dick, but he's just, he's, he's one of those just scientists. He's self-centered bit to the max. Yeah. Maybe somewhere on the spectrum where he just doesn't have that social nicety. Yeah. Like a narcissist. Like a narcissist. So they meet, they both end up getting jobs at Harvard, and then it cuts to seven years later. They, they meet, they fuck. They meet, they fuck, right, yes. And then they end up getting the jobs. Yeah. And, th- and then she's like, I think we should get married. He's like, whatever you want. If you want to, I mean, it's important to you. I'll get married. I He's like, know. I could see myself being a decent husband. <laughs> <laughs> Making a lot of promises. And then she's like, I think that's the closest thing to a declaration of love I'm going to get from you. And he's, he's like... like Yep. (laughs) Good guy, good guy, good guy. You know what, girl, as long as you know what you're getting into, you know, you're not going to find yourself seven years down the road being like, what is this emotionally unavailable man? Yeah, exactly. You know. Great. Yeah. Fine. That's what you're into. And she does say that. You don't have to tell me you're a weirdo. I get it. This woman is smarter than the Gina character to me. Yes. Yes. She really knows what she's in for. And she's just sort of like, okay. She describes sex with him as being harpooned by some raging monk in the act of receiving God. Ho. Yikes. So that's kind of the the language that is in this film. And there's a lot of really cool ideas. Returning to self 
and the idea of a pure being the original thought going back to I'm not phrasing this well, but like the, a primordial. A, yes, yes. They say out of this this hole will be birthed your your unborn soul. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's like it's like the first consciousness. Yes. And the I, first consciousness of mankind kind mm-hmm, of thing. Mm-hmm. Which I think is what they're going for with the sensory deprivation is like cut yeah. off any distraction, anything, and go, just go straight to your thought. Like yeah. the idea. And I think the idea behind this bullshit is <laughs> that what they're trying to find out is they're saying schizophrenia, like they see religious things. They see, and right. they're saying it's not just an illness, it's an altered state. This is what schizophrenia is. They're right. going into another plane of being or yeah. something. It's yeah. not just a mental illness. They have some They're other gene into... that's flashing into another reality in yeah. some way. Yeah. So they're trying to access that. Yeah, exactly. So seven years later, they're at Harvard. They meet up with Bob Balaban and his wife again. And we mm-hmm. find out they're getting a divorce. They're not happy. Yeah. I love the way they revealed that divorce through the gossip of the other couple. Oh, isn't that great? Yeah. It's fabulous. It's good yeah. actors, man. Good actors. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, William Hurt. Oh, so the wife is taking the kids. She's going to Nairobi. And William Hurt's going to Mexico. And he's yeah. looking for this tribe that takes part in this ceremony. And apparently the idea of the ceremony is that you all have this shared vision and they take uh ayahuasca they call it mushrooms they don't say ayahuasca yeah. i think that's what it is i thought it was shit juice but it whatever real fucking gross yeah it's some bloody diarrhea juice that yeah. they pour your blood into and then they're yeah. like cheers yum thanks for that yeah drink up yes white man you can <laughs> it's a little some problems there too but it's fine it's he fine you know it's Indians fine and it's himself fine. a gringo i was like oh boy well i also like the like of course a, a white man can sit on our ceremony <laughs> that's cool and i was like wow that was easy maybe he paid them a lot of money i don't know oh maybe yeah but i was just like what can anyone uh, do this yeah. what <laughs> yeah just like some guy he's like i'm a doctor they're like oh in that case come please on. come into our cave yeah, partake like, you will see a crack and then he will see a hole. And through this hole will come your unborn soul. And he's like, cool. Fun, <laughs> Make it happen. Yeah, red man. I have a trap. Sticking it to the man. Yes. So he has a real bad trip. Real bad trip. <laughs> what are you talking about? It was fine. He's was like, I'm seeing my wife in a Victorian dress. And then we... he blow up our na- we're naked again yeah because why f- wouldn't we be and then we blow away in the wind yeah they, they like get covered in sand and then turn to sand and then yeah. get blown away and it's actually ice cream it's pretty cool it's pretty cool like yeah. visually and uh, ken russell that's what he's really good for is yeah. just like visual hell on screen and yeah he does and i really have well. to say like it's way less gross than something like the fly but oh, it's yeah. disturbing yeah it's like um it's akin to something like melancholia like the, the visual yes. imagery yeah. like 2001 a space odyssey like a lot of yeah. that just like what am i seeing yeah, exactly he has an awful trip and decides to take some back with him to the states as you do use in his uh, isolation tank way to get that across the border which fine. oh yeah yeah just shove it up your ass yeah fine he oh, probably it was, did it was too. the 80s they didn't care he loves something up his ass this guy <laughs> like this guy is like whatever <laughs> yeah he's really dtf he's, he's down like, yeah he's just yeah. down big yeah. down 
And he looks, oh, I was so attracted to him the whole time. Dr. Jessup, are you okay? Like, get get out. Get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. <laughs> no one you, is safe. You, know, you fuck your students, as Truly. you do yeah. when you're on a divorce from oh, your yeah. wife. And Jeez. then, in the middle of the night, you're, like, having some robs. And oh. she's like, Dr. Jessup, are you okay? And he's like, just a second. Get, yes. And he's holding the door frame. I'm like, get out of the house. Girl, now. change she's your just, major. Like, she just turns over, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> And somehow she survives as well. Yeah. These yeah. girls are getting away with sleeping in some <laughs> weird men's apartments when they're having weird stuff happen to them. Red flags, ladies. Do not ignore them. <laughs> you know that gut instinct? You know that just weird turn you yeah, have in your stomach? And he's found an isolation tank in Boston. That yeah. is the scariest fucking thing ever. It looks like like a like door into a cellar. Like It just looks like this really like, weird... This is where you go to die. Yeah. He decides him and Bob Balaban, they're going to pick right up where they left off and yeah. keep on with their experiments. Yeah. But he's going to take this drug first. first and then go into the tank. And then we move into <laughs> that was a weird crazy town. town. <laughs> and I'm not sure what happens next. It turns it into a genetic time machine. That, so okay, not that's a good only way of putting is he, yeah. he's going in there and they think he's having these visions of the past. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. He's starting to genetically Regress, go back like in time. And that... I think, again, this movie, I'm going to say exactly the same thing. It's the most fascinating and the most scary just before it goes right off the cliff. Yeah. And for me, that was in the isolation chamber. They're listening to him, but they can't see him. And suddenly you hear this, like, he's like, I'm fine. Everything's good. And then you hear this, like, weird, like, like a baboon noise. And they go, what the hell was that? And you're like, oh, like, it's one of the scariest things. Yeah. Yeah. And then when they open it, he's like bloody he's and he's like yeah. seizuring and shit. And then he gets them into, once like, he regains some sort he of ha- he's writing. sentience. Yeah. He's writing down because he can't talk. Yeah. And he's like pictures, blood tests. Get me an x-ray. Yeah. yeah Take some of my blood. Yeah. So he's like half with them, like one foot in the door, one foot. Well, and it's sort of like, century. do it before I, I regenerate right. back. Yeah. And they're like, what a load of shit. There's this other doctor. Mason. So there's a, who I loved. I identified with him the whole time. He just screams. Yeah. And what's funny, <laughs> what's so interesting to me, time period wise, like going back to like 1980, that guy's the conservative redneck, whatever. And he's actually quite an open-minded doctor. Yeah. Who's just trying to follow science and doesn't believe this fucking hoodoo. Who, that's yeah. going on and compare that to now what we see is a conservative portrayed that's totally yeah. different right yeah. yeah so but this guy's a scream he's just yelling at everybody the whole time he's what freaking the fuck is he's swearing and yelling they get an x-ray taken and he takes it to the specialist who goes like this guy's a fucking gorilla and he's that's like no like the doctor like freaks out and shit and <laughs> but then <laughs> <laughs> oh god and so we get and we get some interesting ideas from b- before we move into this we get some interesting right. ideas where it, similar to the fly William Hurt he says I feel different I feel pure I, like, yes. and that, the word pure comes up in both movies where yeah. they feel like by taking this drug by doing the isolation it regenerates him in a way that he's more in touch with something yeah like it's broken a wall down or something yeah yeah yeah, the human consciousness or like i don't i don't know what like jeff goldblum william hurt goes hey i should do this alone 
that's what I should do. Like, yeah. that's what I, there are similar Very. pinpoints that happen along both of these movies. Yeah. So he goes back. Why does he go back? Like, he's just like, I'm going to do it again. Ah. I think it's, I think it's a, a fight he has with his wife. Goddamn wives always trying to stop you from killing yourself oh, grotesquely, oh. trying to keep you from dying because you have two kids, one of which happens to be Drew Barrymore. Did you notice that? that okay. Oh, <laughs> I was looking for her, and then I totally forgot once all this shit started that she was in it. That's her. She comes in and goes, yeah, Mommy. She has, like, one line, and it's like a three-year-old Drew Barrymore. Oh, but, you know, ET. fuck those kids. Like, the kids are nothing to him. Truly. Nothing. Not like, matter. he it's all he, he acts civilly with them. He's like, oh, that's a nice child. And Hello, then he goes back. Sir. Up, yeah, he goes, <laughs> and it, there's two daughters, which is weird. <laughs> then he goes back among, among his business, and he's like, whatever. Yeah. The kids are total props. Actually, to be fair. Kids are kind of props to both the parents. Yeah. She's like, oh, I hope it's not the kids. The phone rings. I'm like, Fuck. you mean you phone, the five-year-old isn't phoning you, like, for help getting a sandwich? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> this is the 80s. You didn't care about your kids. This is a different time. I left Sesame Street on. What the fuck? <laughs> They're fine. fine. They're fine. <laughs> so. Right, because she wants him to get the ayahuasca tested. She's like, you got to make sure it's safe. You're, yeah. you, like, you, you're going at this way too fast. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm really hurt. Yeah. What do you want? <laughs> and so he does. He goes back, gets in there, and then <laughs> shuts himself in. Good night. Diddly dee, diddly dee. He's like, bye. Oh, and he comes out as this <laughs> awful, light skinned proto human. It's not great to it's... me watching it now. No, it's It's f- not comical. scary. Like, they should have used a real gorilla. That's what they fucking should have done. Oh, that would have been cool. Because you can't tell. I'm like, is that even him? Because it sure doesn't look like it is. It really doesn't. I don't think I... And if it is, it wasn't worth it. Because you cannot tell it. It's just... It's basically a weird-looking human monkey with blue eyes. It's like a... Yeah, like a very early homo whatever. Yeah, and you're supposed to know it's him because of the blue eyes, but I'm like, I cannot identify that it is you at all. No, no. And I wish it had been more of a of a primate than yeah. it was. Yeah, Or it's just something a little like scarier. Like, full Neanderthal. Yeah, like, totally. It, it, it was when he leaps out and he goes, Aye! I know. It's like, oh no, and he like, attacks oh, some security guards. Yeah, he tries and... to kill a couple of guys, but he doesn't. No, <laughs> He just no. sort of slaps them around a little bit. And then bit. Uh, heads to the Bronx Zoo. Yeah. <laughs> For feasting time. <laughs> uh, and it's too bad. I feel like it was a budgetary problem. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. I don't know what happened there because they had some interesting ideas. They had, like, this pack of wild dogs running around and stuff. But mm-hmm. did you notice that they ran away from him? Like, mm-hmm. the, like the animals sense wrongness? Yeah. yeah. I love that. And that I love, really like, I even wonder if they if they should have shot it, like, from his point of view and just made it really, like, Real it, and so you could just hear of, him. That'd be cool. Yeah. And then you just would have had to imagine what he looked like or maybe seen a hand or, or something. Or, like, passing reflections. But it is not... It's dumb. It's, it is. Yeah, like, it, I, it, too, it just doesn't well. age well at all. But he has this old sequence as a orangutan. <laughs> and then he manages to... Oh, and then he falls asleep in the park and then they find William Hurt's naked ass lying over just inches away from a dead just sheep carcass that he recently a naked oh, nap in the park yeah he ate a live shoot when they sort of went back to that has been a recurring theme that he's seen in his visions and then this he weird, did it like seven eyed sheep or ram wasn't supposed was it what does that have to do with god that's like a god thing 
There's a lot of sacrifices that are like sheep and rams are often used as sacrifices. Yeah, but I was watching it. I was like, damn, I should have heard the Bible. But I knew there was some connection, especially with the knife. Like it's like a like I thought like virgin sacrifice or some kind of. Well, and you notice like in one of his first visions, there's that big book that's got a lot of religious symbols on it, and then the hand tries to touch it and can't open it, and then the ram is slaughtered, blood covers the book, and then the hand comes in and rips the book open. So I think right. it's like like you like knowledge you, or something. Yeah, a sacrifice in exchange for knowledge. Right. I think so that idea. yeah, he turns back to himself, and then we have one more go around with the fucking tank. Balaban, Balaban, and the doctor, Mason. and the wife. Who is the wife? She's a very good actress. Blair Brown. They're yeah, all she d- there. She's, she's great. And he basically just explodes, and turns into like a giant pile of screaming vortex. Yeah, it turns into this like encephalopod, this like <sighs> brain just, sort of. Yeah, the tank completely disappears, and she, it's a vortex yeah. of like fluid. It sounds grosser than it is. It kind of looks like a like a whipped cream yeah, milkshake it, or something. Yeah, it is actually water. I think they had yeah. actual water in there because she's all wet. Yeah, but, but it's it, not it like, like bloody a, or gory or what's, anything. What's the in, in the ocean when there's the big? It's like a tornado but underwater. <laughs> water whirlpool, going, a whirlpool. Oh, <laughs> right. So then there's like whirlpool, the whirlpool and she like pooling. reaches in and then she saves him. She puts her hand around this beam of light and yeah. it kind of reconstitutes him in a way. Yeah. Like he comes back. Yeah, like she pulls him out of the t- space time continuum. It's bizarre. It's, it's real bizarre. I was like. Okay, I'm really having to take a leap with you here, Ken. And I wonder about how they did it, if there could have been a different way. Maybe even simpler. Just to see, like, okay, how is the drug affecting all of them in this, yeah, genetic time Yeah, and where's the light coming from? That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was strange. I mean, it's one of those things, like, it's supposed to be spooky, but then when you start thinking about it, you're like, yeah, but it... What? It doesn't really make sense. Yeah, like I was, I'm like, is he opening some kind of portal? Like, is that what it is? But I'm, you yeah. really never find out. You don't get an answer. No, no, they never, they never really uh, yeah. expand on that. Which is not, I mean, that must, I mean, I really want to read the story now. Me too. I, I, yeah. Because you can only do what's there, but you're right. Maybe it could have been directed into a different stream. You yeah. follow it a little easier. Okay, do you want to know how the, how he wrote it? See what Ken then took in like... Try to put it on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How many liberties he took there, you know? She saves him. They go back home. You know, don't go to the hospital. No, 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 no. You're it's probably fine. fine. You're probably fine. And the doctor does look him over several times. Mm-hmm. Seems fine. They're all real yeah. wary as to proceeding. God, I hope that isn't the kids. I hope the, <sighs> God, I hope they don't need a sandwich. Fuck. Oh, are they we're still too, here? We're too fucking busy with our fucking weird shit. Can you guys not tell we have shit going on? To take, take care, care of Drew Barrymore. She'll be fine or she won't. And also, she's like, he's like, you saved me. <laughs> so dumb. And then she's like, why don't you just come back to us, you fucked hard? And he's like, I don't know if I can now. Like, I'm Whoa. just so like, deeply in my own, like, fear, bullshit. depression. And you're like, oh, what? Because he, what he says is when you get to that primordial beginning, it's empty. There's nothing. And yeah. I'm like, no shit, dumbass. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, real life is the truth. And, uh, and I'm like, then go back to your fucking wife. Dumb, yeah, dumb. pal. That yeah. seems pretty fucking I obvious. I love how arrogant he is, even though he, he straight out says you never do better than this woman. And I'm like, you can't. No. You no, can't. Never. You're right. You're gonna, you should go back to the nice yeah. house. And Tear up those divorce papers yeah. and just pretend none of this yeah, ever happened. Exactly. Go to therapy. Just exactly. go to therapy. And he's like, uh, I can't. <laughs> she's like, oh my God. And then they like go to embrace or something. And he. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> he like turns her into a fucking <laughs> living like, radioactive. <laughs> like, oh. so she's like an outline of a woman with like space inside <laughs> and like no hair, and she's like nothing yeah. compares. <laughs> like you're like, what is happening? Full and then he also, yeah, goes into his own like fully transforms back into this, and then it turns into Take on Me, <laughs> where he has to slam him. He just, just starts slamming a dance against the wall to try his. Honestly, I think Take On Me borrowed this from Altered States, and I'm not even joking. Because in the very famous video, Take On Me, to become, for, go from a comic book character to a real man, he starts slamming himself against her hallway wall over and over, and then he turns into the dreamy Swedish lead singer of AHA! <laughs> and in this, to sort of somehow reconstitute himself, he starts just slamming against the wall over like his whole body. Yeah. And he finally snaps through yeah. and becomes William Hurt again. And then does he just touch her and she revives? Like yep. what? She, what? He like hugs her and then she like glows and then goes back to her like beautiful naked self. Don't know where their clothes went, but I'm not too mad they were it. They were never wearing clothes. They were hanging out on the couch naked like at the beginning of the movie. They were in the same positions right. even. You're right. Yeah, where yeah, he's yeah. on the floor and yeah, she's like up on yeah, the yeah, sofa. Yeah. And then and credits roll. Yeah. But you're like, but I'm like, is that going to happen again? Like how yeah. often is that going to happen? Or was that supposed to be it just going yeah. and just leaving? We're clear. It's like The both detox. of them going clear. <laughs> it did get a little Scientology-ish near sure. the end there. But I, I have to say, I was like on the ride of my life. I was loving it. <laughs> yeah. Again, visually pretty fucking cool and when he's yeah. slamming against the wall he goes between like yeah that like primordial state to like this, a, this weird space like, space like, state and then back to William Hurt for a second then back to primordial yeah. and it's like it's pretty cool it's awesome visually it makes no sense but no. it's cool to look at no well the whole concept is pretty shaky at it's, the end there yeah. think of if the fly had a happy ending this is it there's no explaining it he just snap. like she even says when it's he, she sees him start to transform at the end before it happens to her and she mm-hmm. said you made right. this happen. You, you can, can make do, it yeah. unhappen. And yeah. I was like, you can stop it. What are the rules what? to this? Well, <laughs> is that implying though, that the whole thing was caused by some kind of mental domino mm. like schizophrenia, right? That puts you into an altered state. And is that what happened to is him? It, is, is it all, do you think it was all in his head? Well, I, I'm not I saying so. that it was a I fantasy. Know. I'm saying Whatever happened to him yeah. made what he was fantasizing about come, come true. true. Interesting. Instead of just saying this is that wouldn't happen to somebody else going into that thing. Yeah. It happened to him. Right. Because he was always thinking about religious shit, because it was yeah. weird dad. Yeah. And he was always like he was just thinking like, I am the man and I have to go back to Omega Man. He had all this obsession about that. And he had the obsession about altered states. He like manifested it. Kind like yeah. he his brain set off the genetic coding of what would happen to him when you take that drug and go into there yeah that's the only reasonable explanation i can come up with i could yeah for what they're talking about i couldn't come up with anything it definitely makes you think yeah a lot of really cool ideas yeah presented in this movie about physically changing yourself to achieve betterness and what does that mean and can you and should transformation and should you and that's a no no, it's it's interesting because, I mean, I do believe in things like stem cell research and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's an interesting thing that, like, it's like, what are they saying? Are they saying, like, it's like every time somebody plays God, 
this is what happens to them. Like, yeah. that's what seems to be sort of the moral compass in a lot of these movies. Of You know, we talked about this on the first season of the show. Is this this you played God, mm-hmm. and for that, you're, you're going to be punished. I mean, I don't know how I see... That doesn't necessarily have to translate to real life if it's done responsibly. Yes. Like yeah. experimentation with cells and that. Mm-hmm. Now, to just alter yourself out of your own fucking vanity and weirdness... That's... Is a different thing. Yes. Yes. Right? Which and, I think is what they're both... I think they both have a larger sense of bettering the scientific community or yeah. bettering the human experience. Yeah. But then they get caught up in their own... Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Self. Yeah. Well, and they cheat. They cut corners. Exactly. Yeah. They're always cutting corners. They're like, I want to do this myself. I love that I'm going to do this myself. You're just like, what is wrong with you? You fucking white idiot. But, uh, (laughs) you white idiot. idiot. Now, what would you rate this? I would give this 3.5. William Hurt Butts out of five. Yeah. I, I'd go four. You go four, eh? yeah. Not because it's necessarily the greatest movie, but I have a hell of a time watching this. Like, it's a great Because I've seen it several times. Yeah. And every time I see it, I feel like I crack a little bit more of the code of it. And That's, also, yeah. I mean, compared to The Fly, it's fucking Shakespeare. Like, I'm not joking. <laughs> the, the acting yeah. levels are on a whole different plane. Yeah. Kurt is just this layered mine waiting to be explored. Yeah. And Goldblum is a one-floor mine waiting to be explored. You've <laughs> yeah. explored it. It's yeah. done. Hit the gift shop and get out. I guest starred on the Royal Canadian Movie Podcast the first year we did yeah. uh, Popular Parallax, and they wanted me to pick my one of my favorite Canadian movies, and I picked Dead Ringers. Yeah. The sickest bullshit you will ever see. I still haven't seen that. And uh, that's a Cronenberg. And that they wanted William Hurt for Dead Ringers, which I could absolutely see. And him not being a complete nut weirdo looked at the script and was like, I'm not fucking doing that. Are you fucking crazy? So Jeremy Irons was like, what time? You know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, I'm here. (laughs) Do weird gynecological shit with women and then make out with myself. Yes, please. Where do I sign? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And he he was, he's he's amazing in it, but it's the kind of movie I could totally see. See Well, you've heard in and I'm not surprised that they asked him first, but I can also see the difference between the two people as men of him saying, no, thanks. That's fine. Well, thank you, William Hurt, for your this, butt. This, your butt. <laughs> all that bod. <laughs> Looking like a snack. Speaking of men who think about themselves too much. <laughs> Maybe it's an actor thing. Maybe you're like just like William Hurt. <laughs> just self-indulgent. Just strip down. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's look at my I've abs. I've never seen that before. <laughs> Every time There's we do a my photo why. Shoot. Why is it every time I go to see Nancy in a play, he's not wearing any clothes, and I feel yeah. awkward. Yeah, let's unpack that. Why? Why do? Why? why do? Why does everyone want to get me naked on stage? <laughs> Including you. You've directed me naked as well. Well, almost naked. That's true. Well, you were the one that told me you were really going to be naked the okay. last night, and I was like, I was like, Nancy, there's kids here, and he was like, too bad, everybody. Here's my penis. <laughs> remember when we were doing the photo shoot for the show for for the show that you were in that i directed yes and i was and i was like you should get in the bathtub and i you know i can't run i look up and his clothes are off and i was like i didn't tell you to do that and he was like it's fine and i was like hello police (laughs) 
Um, consent. Oh um, my god. I was really uncomfortable that first time, but then, like, by a couple months later, I was used to it. Yeah. Completely. Because then it was naked in your apartment <laughs> once or twice time. a week. So. <laughs> Oh, work conditions. Oh, <laughs> HR. Can we use any of this? Is any of this usable? We'll see. Only time will show. But this time, we're out of time. Oh, well done. We wish you all the happiest of 2019s. Yes. This is the only time 2019 is going to be here, so make the best of it. Yeah, make it a year that you're never going to forget. Scare yourself, do something challenging. Woo! Good luck, everybody. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. Bye.